What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Splash Bandicoot, bringing you back another great episode of Nostalgic Plays, ready to kick the new year off right here in 2021. Happy New Year's to you all. And with me, as always, is... How's it going, everybody? Jazz Jeff here, a.k.a. Jeff himself, bringing you guys another great episode of Nostalgic Plays alongside my fellow host of this Man. amazing show. Man, let me show you how it's done. You know me, L-O-C-D-O-Triple-G, always got with me the twisted T. You know what I'm saying? In the place of this. What's good? <laughs> how gangster are you? Well, I'm so gangster. I hit a treat and then slapped it with a twisted T. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could. Happy New Year. Oh. Happy New Year, so, fellas. Happy New Year's. We were, we're, as I mentioned before, we're ready to start the New Year off right. We're going to set the tone right away in this episode. So, yeah, yeah start off right, my brother. So, hope you guys, uh, so hopefully, so First of all, everyone should give themselves a round of applause for making out of 2020 alive. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all fortunate. Uh, be blessed. And secondly, eh, but I do like to send all my condolences to those who mm. lost their life this year. Uh, lost their lives yeah, in 2020. It, that's, it was brutal. Yeah, I'm going to say send a, a rest in peace to the legendary MC MF Doom. You know what I'm saying? Gone too soon. And uh, my condolences goes out to him yeah. and his family. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, uh, uh, condolences to Floyd Little and his family, former Denver Broncos running back. Yeah, definitely. Is that right, Jeff? Okay. I want to make sure I got the facts right. <laughs> but it, uh, send a, spe- a special shout out to, to them and their family. Uh, you know this. You know this is not easy to, to overcome, but thoughts and prayers are with them yeah, and their we also, family. Yeah. We also have so, Paul West, Paul, former member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. He died at the age of seventy. Condolences to his family. Oh, yeah. Oh, he died too. Yeah, Just now. Reported here on ESPN. Oh shit! Oh, my condolences to them and anybody in all and. To anybody who, who has anybody in it, and to any regular citizen who lost a life. So want to make sure of that, you know, just, but, uh, you know, we're here to support any way we can. So special shout out to, to the frontline workers and, and the, and to the small businesses, yeah. you know, you know, they need, you know, they need a love and support too. And a special shout out to Sean Adon, who's going to be with us today. You know, Sean E. No. Well, he'll be back. He'll be back down the yeah. line. So, um, so we're gonna get this started. Uh, going over what's been going on this past week in the world of San sports. Diego Padres acquired you Darvish from the Chicago Cubs. Oh, uh, and oh, they are, and they acquired uh, Blake Snell as well as a uh, awesome. uh, another. From Korea, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, right? And uh, San Diego Padres are now are tr- making all these moves to become a legit threat to the LA Dodgers yeah. and the entire National League with already a stacked lineup. 
So it, so it should be. So hopefully they can they can uh, live up to the hype of the upcoming season. We also season. have the Max hiring so. former player Tony Tarasco as their new first base coach. How's that news? <laughs> they, got, they got they got somebody. New they need to hire him. <laughs> if it doesn't help them win games, it don't mean shit. Yeah. It's not, but, but you're right. But yeah, but. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we saw some. Go ahead. How y'all feeling about this uh, NBA so far? Man, digging it. A lot of teams really playing their hearts out, man. Getting them wins so easily. Uh, Yeah. Mm. I think it's taking time for some to get in more rhythm than others. Yeah. Yeah. And. just, and I'm just curious to see uh, from here on out how how the how things will go with the Nets. Yeah, same thing for Houston. And then yeah. part of me said, "Hell, B." James Harden, you know, no matter what he does off the court, you know, on the court he's gonna he's gonna br- you know bring his game. Yeah. Yeah, just like that hell, man. I mean, he got a big squad, man. John Wall was playing pretty so, deep, though. Oh, yeah. Christian Wood. Uh, we'll start and uh, pick it up so a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And and uh, so far, yeah, and so far, it's, it's all about timing. So we'll see what's going to happen come February, March. Oh yeah, but so anyways, we got NFL season. NFL regular season is winding down, and and plenty of playoff spots still left to be taken. So and including the 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 Bears, Bears. our hometown team. Who knows what's gonna happen? (laughs) The damn Bears. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just at this point. I'm going to just hope I, for the best, man. No, I honestly don't even care if they win or lose tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really don't. It's like... Mm. Yeah, it's like once we get to the playoffs, are we really going to make like a statement? <laughs> you know? Well, you never know, but... I don't know. I... I, I can't comment on it, but there's still – and also, there's – unfortunately, there's going to be an NFC East team in the playoffs wow. with a losing record. Yeah, maybe the best to go to the NFC East. <laughs> wow. For real. So, so, what do you guys think so far of the NFL season? What do you – any comments? It says it's, it's I got it. some ups and downs. A lot of underdog teams making their making their way across the season in the season wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Cleveland Browns might mm-hmm. make the playoffs. Yeah, I never thought I'd see this day happen. Something. <laughs> well. It might happen, depending who the Steelers start. Man, the Browns have a lot of wins. 
So we'll see what we'll see how this goes. Baltimore. Well, Baltimore owns the tiebreaker. Yeah, but they own the tiebreaker with the Colts. Yeah, and the Titans. (laughs) Well, Titans, Titans, and Colts are in the same division. Yeah, you're right. They own. They do. Matter of fact, you're right. They do own the tiebreaker with both of them. So, and uh, just plenty of good matchups. So, so by next week, uh, we should start making our our playoff predictions. Definitely. Oh yeah. And talk and some and seeing that some teams their writings are on the wall for the coaches. Uh, prepare for Black Monday. Oh yeah. So, anyways, yeah, anyways, I like, anyways, anybody catch any uh, college football games yesterday? Oh, I heard uh, Northwestern won the Citrus Bowl. Yep, yep, shout out, shout out to Northwestern, put it on the show, you know, we got to put, you know, we got to make sure we get, you know, we put it on, put it on for our hometown cities, like they, for our hometown teams and universities. Shout Northwestern had a, came back, came back with a strong season after last year's disappointment. Yeah, and uh, this is you know winning a Citrus Bowl is nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. You know, winning a New Year's Day bowl game is the best. Winning a bowl game in the New Year's Day is the best. Even now, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a great. Oh yeah, game. it's a great. It's a great feeling to to mm-hmm. start the year off right. And shout out to uh, to all the schools that won their bowl games, respectively. Uh, can't you know? Can't really get into the go to the list because it's too much of it. But still, congratulations! You know, it ends on a success, ends on a high note. And uh, you know, Alabama beat Notre Dame thirty-one to fourteen, which we, which wasn't as bad as everybody thought. Yeah, wasn't that? <laughs> They at least put up a fight than they did to Clemson. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Notre Dame, I think they got to start changing some things up because, because how you gonna st- how you gonna say you're one of the best if you can't if you getting the shit kicked out of you by these <laughs> by these heavyweights? You know what I yeah. mean? You, but you got to do something. I mean, I don't know what is it. Like when they step up and face these big schools, the the better teams, you know, bam, the, these southern schools especially, they, they, they get a beat down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no sense. Yeah, and then uh, one of the most interesting events happened in the second game: Clemson in Ohio State. Uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong here. Anybody who who feels they should correct me on this. Please do. Oh, oh, Clemson was favored by seven and a half points in the Sugar Bowl against Ohio State, and they and they faced each other in the playoffs last year in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Ohio State came back with vengeance, winning forty nine to twenty eight, catching the whole <laughs> catching the whole. College catching the football world off guard with that beating. Yeah, they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I think Clemson might have underestimated them. 
Oh, clearly, yeah. if you yeah, if you get the shit kicked out of you like that, yeah, you you didn't come prepared to play. By, by you know, and by no means, by by no means, you should not. If you're if you're the favorite, you should become prepared, ready to show why you're better. Yeah, isn't that? There's nothing wrong of believing you're you're one of the better team, one of the best teams in the nation. But it's not good to walk in there thinking the game's already been won before, before the ball's even kicked off. Yes. Now you see what, and this was the result of that. Yeah, it was a blowout, all right, but in Ohio State's favor. <laughs> Justin Field, shout out to to Ohio State. They were they, they you know, they uh, they proved all the doubters wrong. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, including myself, including myself, uh, I should be man enough to say I was wrong about that. But hey, big ups! Justin Fields was giving Clemson the business, throwing throwing twenty two of twenty eight, throwing for over three hundred fifty yards and a whopping six touchdown passes. Yeah, he was even. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, he was cooking them. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner, with with some midnight snack. <laughs> no, day in my forty. Day. Uh huh. Oh yeah, pieced him. Twenty pieces. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, with fries and extra mountain bar. Put... Oh man, woo. Oh man, with some. Yeah, he was saucing them, yeah. and uh, even and it all starts. You know, a lot of people want to blame the defense, but you also got to blame the head coach. You know, he was not preparing them well. And, you know, coach out there, you know, Dabo Swinney, I have a, a lot of respect for him, uh, has produced some of the best players in the NFL, NFL starting caliber players. He, he should have known better than to to underestimate a team like Ohio State, calling them, out, calling them the 11th ranked team in the country. Despite Ohio State being ranked third hmm. by the AP poll, and um, and and also, you know, just saying, you know, we don't need to scout scout them much. They only played six games. Yeah. no six games. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, pretty much wrote a check. You know, so I know plenty of them were writing a check they couldn't cash. Hmm. Yeah. So. And that's and and that right there falls on on the defense for not being ready, and that falls and the coach for not getting them ready and not having them uh, focus enough. No, no, but so you know that's what happened. And like I said, but again, congratulations to Ohio State, and good luck to to these schools, Alabama and Ohio State, facing off uh, on January eleventh. For the net, for the whole thing, uh, uh, you know, somewhere, somewhere along the line, if if Ohio State beating Clemson like this should give Ohio State the confidence to come in and to go to go out there and uh, and uh, have a fighting chance against Alabama. Yeah, most definitely, momentum should definitely be on that side right now. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so it'll be exciting to see what happens. And and uh, anyways, 
Anyways, enough about that. We're going to transition over to our main topic of today's episode. Before we do that, we'd like to send a special uh, brand shout out and hopefully potential sponsors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, this episode of Nostalgic Plays is brought to you in part by Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea. Been putting fools drunk off the El Patron on check since 2020. Twisted <laughs> <laughs> and been knocking them straight to 2021. Knocking them straight to 2021. Also, this episode has also been brought to you in part by El Patron. El Patron will help you fight 20 guys with just one twisted tea can in your hand. El Patron. <laughs> Speaking of which, I had I had drunk like a few shots of El Patron last week, and I wanted to wrestle a crocodile like Steve Irwin. I've been in the hospital ever since. <laughs> hey, man, you need to carry your twisted tea, bro. Mm-hmm, yeah, I forgot it. El Patron. <laughs> Don't forget about Hennessy. Oh, yeah. Hennessy will help you have... Every- Ugh, I messed up. Hennessy will help you have sex with any hand you see. Hennessy. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ! What the fuck, bro? Sorry. Oh, God. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, to all my drunk, all my drunk, my Hennessy drinkers out there. I like. What the fuck, bro? Sorry. <laughs> I should have stuck with the original commercial, but that just came out. So, whatever. <laughs> Anyway. Anybody who's trying to do a podcast, uh, rule of thumb here: yeah. stick to the script. <laughs> <laughs> For real, don't do what Lone Dog did. Right you know what I'm saying? But I'm, yeah, you know, I, Hennessy has helped. Hennessy has helped u- ugly people get hooked up since 1972. <laughs> Hennessy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, special shout out to Anchor App for for uh, helping us create this podcast and yep. and putting up with my controversial yeah. antics. So shout out to Anchor. You know what I'm <laughs> shout out Champs. to Foot Locker. Shout mm-hmm. out to Foot Action Champs. Yeah. Jordan oh, Brand. Always speaking of Jordan, Jordan Brand open on all days except the Tuesday. Jordan Brand. <laughs> <laughs> Why not on Tuesdays? Jerry Krause is going on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so just so y'all know, we will we will never record on. Shout Tuesdays. out to the fitness brands <laughs> out there. So, Jim Shark, FNX Fitness, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all those other popular brands. Yeah. We're open for any sponsorship deal. <laughs> the air yeah, carries. We need that breath, man. <laughs> the shout out to Harold's, Vienna's, Portillo's. You know what I'm saying? JJ's Fish and Chicken. Um, you know what I'm saying? Baba's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Uncle mm-hmm. Remus. Buffalo shout out to Uncle Remus. Barbecue Chicken. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, uh, uh, Ben's Barbecue. Ben's Barbecue. <laughs> Um. Anyways. Uh, anyways. So the topic uh, for today's episode, we're going to talk about athletes 
who could have been great. And we're just going to do a little bit of a freestyle before we get to the, to the specific sports. So the floor is to anybody here who wants to get the whole thing started. All right, I'll start. Uh, I'll start. Don't up. jump at once now. <laughs> yeah, don't jump in at once. All right, I'll start it Go off ahead. with a former well-known soccer star by the name of Landon Donovan. He played under the team of LA Galaxy alongside other great players like David Beckham, Robbie Keane, and others that were arguably known as a really phenomenal soccer squad in the North American division. What could have made Lando Donovan great was if he would have expanded his player options, but seeing as he only wanted to play under one branch, it, it, literally, it literally left out so much potential of what could have been a great career for him because he left the the, fa- the famous sport of soccer at the age of 27. Bad connection. You, you want to go? I don't know. Uh, I'll... Oh, one last thing about um, him. He was well known for I... holding a lot of scoring assists during his career. But you could go Loaf Dog. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, as far as I can say, uh, I want to go with a legendary super featherweight uh, Salvador oh, Sanchez. Um, really, yeah, he's really good in his, uh, his weight class. You know, his uh, fighting record of uh, 46, no, 44. 45 and one. Um, unfortunately, his career was cut short due to um, car accident. I want to say, yeah, the car accident. Yep. And some would say uh, he'd be if he was still here. You know, he'd probably be up there with oh, the, yeah. the greats. Yeah. So. Definitely, definitely. Well, I got, I got one. Uh, I don't think he gets talked about as much, but people forget how good he was back then. Uh, Hector Macho Camacho. <laughs> oh, brother! Oh, yeah. He was a yeah. former WBC lightweight champ, super featherweight champ, and junior welterweight, WBO junior welterweight. Wow, that's a mouthful. But anyways, in the facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. He he won uh, <laughs> his to- his his total record in his career record in boxing was seventy seventy nine. Thirty eight of them were by KO, with six losses and three draws. Roger Camacho had the tools to become one of the great of his era, but due but what stunted his but what, what held him back a lot was complacency. You know, felt he was content of where he was at, got caught up in the moment, and didn't train as much for certain for certain fighters over the others, and it led to him losing some of these big fights, and and he eventually started falling off. Uh, unfortunately, it did lead to his uh, death back in to- back in November of 2012. Uh, may he rest in peace. But in his fighting days, he had the 
he had a pure killer instinct, but unfortunately, uh, outside life uh, became too much for him, or he got caught up in it and missed his window. Because who knows how great he could have been if he put in the time. So, unfortunately, it was in it was a it was a win. It was a wasted opportunity. And then, and another, uh, and anybody else? Well, I was gonna say, uh, Robert Griffin the uh, third. Save that. Uh, hey, hey, save that for the, for the other topic. All right, sounds good. You uh, say, go save ahead. that for the other sport. I told you. All right, go ahead. Sheesh. 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 I said. I said. Yeah. Stick to the script. <laughs> We're still doing mixed martial arts, right? Yeah, let's yeah. All right, so I'll I'll go with uh, Brock Lesnar. Mm. Going back to his or unless you got unless uh Lokok has another guy he wants to talk about. Under under MMA. As far as uh MMA goes. I want to say Nate Diaz. He don't. He, he's one of those fighters that um that don't get a lot of credit for um his uh the work. Do you he think it? In, do you think it you hurts know? that he never contend um, for a for a championship fight? Yes. Yes. That that, that was. Yeah, I could definitely say that because I feel like yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's yeah for real. Cause I feel like he has the the tools to be a, a a champion in the UFC, but it's just that you know, just certain certain situations like uh, prevent that for him. You know, like but even after he beat Conor McGregor, I would have thought actually that would have at least shoot him to a, get at least a, a UFC UFC lightweight title shot. But um, well, how about under? Uh, I was gonna say John Jones as another MMA fighter that could have been great, or that could be great. That could have been great if not for his multiple occasions where he was caught using various drugs. You know what? You know what's crazy about this? Call me crazy for saying this, but he actually fought better when he was banging broads and. Getting coked up the night before when he wasn't. Right? Yeah. Because so he, yeah. he, yeah. he won 13 straight fights in 2010. Who who knows if he was under the influence or not, right? You know, you know what I think? He, I, I really believe somewhere along the line, he had to get caught up with all this, all the lifestyle. Definitely. Because you don't go from just a humble. Yeah. Because something has to happen. You go from a humble, you know, very humble. You know, you're bringing, you're coming in slowly. You know, you're winning fights. To all of a sudden now, you're acting out of control. You know, going from hit and run accidents, getting drugged up, and having affairs. He's. I mean, he, he. I think. I yeah. think. I, I mean, think. Is. I think the, the ego became. Like, he, 
his ego took over. Yeah, he's so overly confident. Yeah. I want to feel bad, like, still, like, at the end of the day, unfortunately, he still got the one But you loss. know what's crazy? Like, nobody. He didn't even lose the fight, so it's not like somebody ever beaten him. But but yeah, there were, yeah, but there were exactly. a couple fights <laughs> that you know that you know kinda I know one back in the fourth of July of last year, twenty nineteen, that he lost in a split decision. I felt he he should have lost that fight, yeah. but the Brazilian guy gets Reyes, right? Dominic Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dominic Reyes. I feel like yeah. I thought I thought he was fighting dirty when Reyes was hitting him good. Because it comes to the because one thing I always notice about some of these fights is these days, how do you judge a win of the fight? Like, do you do you based on the punches that were landed or the or the impact of the punches? I think it's, I think it's based like like a mixture of both. Like the number of punches that have been landed, and then you know they also like, yeah, yeah. Them on what, the what helped, yeah, what helped Jones was, the, was uh, he was landing more take, punches, but Reyes was just was landing bombs after another. Yeah, he was playing, yeah he was playing the more significant strikes, but. Like, but unfortunately, some of those strikes, yeah. the significant strikes he was hitting yeah. him with, wasn't effective enough to get him a yeah. knockdown. Because I feel like that's what he was trying to do. He's trying to go for yeah. a knockdown. Well, see, doing, John Jones, hey, John going, Jones should have been coked up and banging, bro. Evidence, evidence, evidence. When he doesn't do that, he looks more human. Even when he lost to that Swedish fighter. Or or when he fought that, I, I don't know his name. or from Switzerland. I'm not really sure, but I have to look it up again. But he but he he pushed, but yeah, he, he pushed Jones to the brink. Yeah, he definitely did. And so and so it and it's unfortunate that hit that uh his uh offering issues uh is holding him back from him being on. Goat tier of UFC fighters, man, Jeff, you man, Jeff, you came back with some good ones. Yeah, I didn't know which one to like mainly focus on because we were going <laughs> to talk about uh, MMA play, MMA fighters from all all different generations. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, what, hey, hey, I got it. Hey, I got it. I was, I was considering Brock Lesnar, <laughs> but there's like it's pretty controversial. Yeah. So. But, but it's good to discuss it. But yeah. anyways, uh, here are a couple of hockey players yeah. that I was able to do some research on. Eric Lindros, who played in the 90s. He was supposed to be the next Gretzky. And unfortunately, multiple injuries hurt him. Uh, couldn't help him develop the, the kind of scoring uh, ability like he sh- he showed and didn't and there were multiple games where he didn't play the whole multiple seasons he didn't play the whole 82 games had a hard time even playing 70 
at some point of his career, which stunted his growth. And uh, it is unfortunate now he he just doesn't become look doesn't get looked at as a anywhere near the the great player that he was hoped to be. Another one is as we mentioned him before, Mario Lemieux, who was once a great athlete who who many believe he was greater better than Wayne Gretzky. Uh, fortunately, Hodgkin's disease kind of cut cut his career short. And many have wondered if if it not been for the year windows until he came back in between uh, those, those uh, how much better could he have been, and could he have flirted with the, could he have been up there with with the records as far as with Gretzky? So it does wonders for that as well as Bobby Orr, who his career was cut short, only had like a 12, 11, 12 year career, had to retire at age thirty one but was one of the greatest defensemen to ever play, one of the best scoring defensemen. And and many thought he could have put up better numbers had it not been for his early retirement. So it is yeah. So, you know, many athletes who's trying to be professional, uh, just don't, you know, don't take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, and oh, so, so there are plenty of other great athletes out there. We, you know, we we have missed, but please let us know if we missed anyone. So we're gonna switch to to now football and baseball, football and baseball players who could have been better. Uh, Jeff, you say you started with uh, RG three. Yep. Yeah, I started off. Yeah, Robert Griffin the third, or as many people know him as RG three. He could have had a great career if it wasn't for his. Vi- Various amount of injuries that he's had, ranging from knee injury to concussions, and also, and also to the hostile, or not very hostile, but a very toxic environment in Washington. Yeah, his teammates did not like his his offensive line. They didn't like him. The receivers wouldn't yeah. even be, get on his case because he wouldn't like to pass the ball to them. Mm-hmm. He, 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 yeah, he would too much on the he would have relied too much on the running game. Personally, with him running the ball. Mm-hmm. And the crazy story we heard is even the coach at the time, Mike Shanahan, didn't even want him. <laughs> yeah, he, wow. he didn't even want him. He, yeah, like the the owner, Dan Snyder, favored him over anyone else. And that's not good when you when the when the owner favors a player over anyone else. That means it creates a bad a locker room division, which. Is not good because Robert not. Griffin, because RG3 has the potential to be a really good quarterback, but unfortunately, uh, coach is not believing in him and his injuries, like you said, Jeff, hurt him and, and just feel, and he had that ego of being entitled to it after being considered, you know, being favored in the owner. Now you, he felt very entitled to it, and that's what led to. Him being, you know, being disliked by all the all the other teammates. It is a. Uh... Um, go ahead. Oh yeah, for me, I want to say uh, Steve McNair. He, I feel like his career was cut short 
due to his um his unfortunate well, past. Well, he, he well he retired by then. I feel like. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm, well, as far as like um, as far as his his on field career, I feel like there was a few times he he could have been a Super Bowl champion. I feel, yeah, I, I feel like he, like he was a, a, a MVP back in '03, co-MVP with Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah. One thing uh that hurt his career. He never had a number one receiver. They relied heavily on the running game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that doesn't work. But when you don't, but when there's no receiver that you can rely on to make to make big plays for you, it does seem to hurt hurting him down the stretch. Especially at the height of their. Of, of yeah. the Tennessee winning games, um, could it have? Could things have been different had they had a? Well, now I wouldn't say a, a tier one receiver, but at least a playmaking receiver they can go to. Who knows? You know, just like they do now with uh, yeah. with AJ Brown and Corey and Corey Davis. You know, with that team, you know how Tannehill takes advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Because it it because of the times playing now is no different than when they played when they had McNair and George. Really think about it, and and Tannehill yeah. takes advantage of those yeah. of the situation. So, and he has reliable receivers. I don't think Tennessee was able to bring in a receiver at that time, a receiver that was that could make big plays for him. I mean, I don't I don't remember too many of them unless you want to count Derek Mason, but he was, you know, he was young and underdeveloped. You know, he was young. He didn't blow up till he went to Baltimore. And maybe Kevin Dyson, but he's only known for two things: scoring the, the touchdown in the in the Music City Miracle and the uh, and falling one yard short of the touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Rams. But I don't think, and if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they ever had a thousand yard receiver. And if you, and sometimes though, if you don't have even a thousand yard caliber receiver, it does hurt the quarterback a lot. Cause like, who can he throw it to? Who can he rely on down the stretch? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's what hurt his career. Another quarterback is Michael Vick. Yeah. That hurt him a couple years, a couple of his prime yeah. years. You can also make a case of he never had the right offensive mind, right system. There was never a right offensive coordinator or even a, or a head coach to help him reach his potential. It also never held that Michael Vick was one of those last to come in, first to leave. He also averaged uh, a low amount of interceptions when he played for the Eagles. Yeah, who? If he was with the, if that Eagles, if he if he developed that way in Atlanta, barring the 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 dog fighting scandal, ex- excluding the dog fighting scandal situation, 
if he if he had any of that development in Atlanta, he would have had the chance to be even a Hall of Famer, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, same here, bro. Definitely. Heck, even I can yeah, just go as far as saying he could have been a Super Bowl champion. Oh yeah, and then very, unfortunately, very got, again another got caught up in the hype and. You know, he had all the opportunities, but unfortunately never took advantage of the situation. And uh, that's he's just a prime example. Uh, here's one, that, and I know it transitions over to, to the other sport too, but to baseball, well, Bo Jackson. Career was cut short in both sports due to an injury. Uh, he was, you know, one of the most phenomenal athletes Anyone has ever seen? I mean, the dude was as true, was was as strong as he was fast. Can hit, you know. He could one, you know, one day he'll hit four hundred foot bombs, and the next day he'll start he'll run a four he'll run a fifty yard touchdown. <laughs> if he was just that he was just that good. Uh, hip injury in the in the playoff game. Yeah, when he was playing for the Raiders, uh, just hurt a lot of his explosiveness, his speed. Uh, he did muster up a few seasons in baseball, but frankly, he wasn't the same. Yeah, he, yeah so, you know, just pure injury, you know, was just, you know, was just a wonderful kind of athlete that we might not see again. Until further notice. Yeah. Uh, another, I think, I think a lot of people overlooked for him because of what he was known for, uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams ran over ten, ran for over ten thousand yards of his career, but unfortunately, due to what was at the time the drug violation for smoking marijuana, for smoking marijuana, and. Um, him going in and out of the roster, play wanting to play, then played in Canada. You know, hurt his career, hurt his prime years. Uh, if he had stayed with it, you know, for years consecutively, he could have uh, yeah. he could have ran for more than ten thousand yards and maybe a, a Pro Bowl or, or Hall of Fame career. But still, running over running for over ten thousand yards in his career. Running, rushing for over ten thousand yards in an NFL career as a running back is nothing to 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 scoff at. Issue. So it was. It's unfortunate that it went down like that, but hey, he still made a career out of it. Still productive, but who knows how better he could have been had those had those three four years didn't hold him back. Another good uh, <laughs> player I would like to say, uh, Jay Cutler. No. Another one is a uh, <laughs> I was a uh, baseball player, but <laughs> he, he could have been a great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say, Jeff? I had a baseball player in mind, uh, David yeah. Wright, former New York Mets yeah. baseball player. He was his career fell short due to various injuries, like RG three, ruptured disc mm-hmm. in 2016. 
spinal stenosis in 2015. Oh, damn. Yeah, various injuries uh, messed up his career. But he did hold the record for various franchise records for hits, runs, doubles, and and an RBI. Despite all that, he still mustered a career. Pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, he w- when he first came into the league, he, he was just entertaining to watch. And, uh, you know, just a simple story of injuries uh, plagued his career. Uh, another uh, another baseball player, and I know some people are going to come at me for this. I know he's a Hall of Famer, but if you listen closely, you will understand why I said what I said. But believe it or not, uh, but I believe, but believe it or not, Ken Griffey Jr. could have been a much better player than people realized. Hmm. Oh, yes, yeah. he deserves a spot I, in the Hall of I Fame. Yes, hitting 600 home runs is, a, is an exclusive club. One of nine players to ever do that. And, st- and still managed to win 12 gold gloves. Had his own brand. And all that, everyone knows Griffey, but he missed more than he missed plenty of games from from 2001 to 2004. He missed a handful of games in that in that area, even a little more. You know, if one had 0506, had had he didn't miss those games, you could have easily seen 70 more home runs, which could have been 700, and even. And, and dare I say, could have even flirted with the all-time home run record. Mm. But the unfortunately, his years with the Reds was uneventful due to due to multiple injuries, mm-hmm. including including which was a uh, was one of the main tendons in his hamstring that was that was attached to the bone that was loosened up and which. Uh, took away his speed and his power. Mm. And uh, and, uh, and uh, who knows what could have happened if he didn't miss those many games. Uh, and and another, and there's also uh, uh, Dwight Gooden, who was another, uh, who was a great pitcher for the Mets back in the 80s. Many thought he was going to be the next Bob Gibson. Baseball fans know. Or any St. Louis residents know who I'm talking about when I say Bob Gibson and how great he was. He was, you know, he he led the league in the ERA, had a 24 and four record. It was his was good, but unfortunately, cocaine cocaine addiction took over his life. There's also Daryl Strawberry, a fellow teammate of a uh, of Gooden. Who was a a right a right fielder power hitter who who himself had was a one of a kind talent okay and again al- alcohol and cocaine again ruined his career as well hmm. and uh, it's just amazing how some of these things could get caught up in. There's also Gail Sayers, yes, again a Hall of Famer for the Bears, running back. And unfortunately, uh, injuries did cut him short, including a a torn knee that hurt hurt his career. 
And yes, I know people say tore knee, but that's nothing these days. Well, back then, when you tore your knee, it was the kiss of death. And for him to manage to to match to have a to have a great season coming from a knee injury, he did he defied all odds. But unfortunately, it caught up to him he, uh, shortly thereafter. But who knows how how much better he could have been if his career wasn't cut short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could say uh, Donovan that could have been better. He's another good player. Uh, I wouldn't. Say, yeah, that could have been better. I wouldn't say uh, injuries really stopped him. I mean, it was one of the main causes, but mm-hmm. switching to a different team stopped him. I I also think too he wanted to be, <laughs> but I also know, think too. That, go ahead. Cause like, I was like, cause like, like we are. Everybody knows how how he how good he was when he was with the Eagles, taking them to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, losing. But it's like once he went to the Washington yeah. Redskins, it was like I, I also decline, think you know? too that it was just his uh, personality that that rubbed people off the wrong way. He he, you know, he's considered to many as a, a yeah. phony. You know, he he wasn't, he didn't so much walk to walk, as he talked to talk. And um, yeah. I, yeah. I that was proven dress when he went to Washington Redskins. And still didn't manage to do anything. I just think he he just has this personality of thinking he knows more than anybody else. He he should be running the team his way, and it did hurt his career. So I think it does get overlooked. And even though him in Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia, I don't think never gave him his dues. City was never fond of him. No, they definitely did everything. Yeah, so yeah. 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 Also Drew Bledsoe was another good quarterback. Uh felt he could have been better, but unfortunately coaching changes and changing of management led to uh him having to change his game, which wasn't his strength. And unfortunately an injury uh ruined his career would ruin his career. Not as far as his playing wise, but as far as what would happen when he, when who he would get replaced by. He was a quarterback for the New England Patriots, so you all want to take a guess who who replaced him? Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which led Tom to Brady. six Super Bowl, six Super Bowl wins mm-hmm. later. Led to so Drew Bledsoe, unfortunately, doesn't get talked about due to that. And he did have good years in Buffalo, and uh, and one year in in Dallas. He played two years in Dallas, but one good year in Dallas. Few good years in Buffalo, but it was not talked about due to lack of success in the in the regular season. Didn't didn't make the playoffs since he left New England. <laughs> Which is unfortunate for his career, as he he's just remembered by his game replaced by Brady. 
So well, we're gonna like, get had, to I, I now. We're... Baseball player, go. So we go also ahead. have uh, Grady Sizemore, who played for the Cleveland Indians for a, a couple years. His injury could have been great if it wasn't for the substantial amount of injuries he had throughout his career, ranging from left knee surgeries, left elbow surgeries, hernias. Oh yeah, that did. Oh yeah, and then it did play a big part because you know he was a center fielder. A five-tool player, and when you have and when you have those injuries, you're very limited to very to now two tools, and if you're even good, yeah, he did fall off real quick. And uh, and there's also plenty of pitchers who could have been great, but of, of course, many of them had the the deaths and the kiss of death, which is the arm Ooh. injuries. Tim Lincecum. People forget about Tim Lincecum. He was a, a good pitcher when he first came into the league. He won two Cy Young winners. He won two Cy Young awards back to back. But but with the same form, same pitching form, it did put a lot of stress in his arm into into any other and even to his legs that unfortunately would play his career. Now he's forgotten. Man, like people forget he won two Cy Youngs. Are those like are those like well known yeah, awards even... in baseball? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah. and then there's also man, also Eric Gagne who won a Cy Young back in 03, but unfortunately tended loose tent you know, his um hurt his you know, had problems with his uh, elbow. Lost a lot of velocity. He fell off real quick. He's very known to throw to to have to have an MB record of eighty four consecutive saves. Very known for his goggles, <laughs> the Aragonia goggles, and and I'm sure there's other. God. And, and, uh, oh yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, basically, and and I know there's other uh, damn, there's there's plenty of other pitchers that I can't really. If I look into it more, I'm pretty sure we could we could bring it up. But we're gonna go. Well, we're gonna switch gears and go to basketball. Who many we love? There was plenty of stars who could have had a good career, but unfortunately, things got in the way of that. Well, I'll start it off. With uh, Amari Steyer. Oh uh, yeah, I think it, it. I think he yeah. reached his peak. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, the Knicks. The Knicks. Mm-hmm. Or any he had drank left. all the juice that was left in him. Any he had left. But he, he did. Yeah, he did carve out. He wasn't considered to be a great player. He was just a. A decent player, for sure. Come on, man! Come on, use some materials. Loke, you want to go? I got one. I could go with um. Oh, the junkie, Chris Heron. You you heard him, Chris Heron? Yeah, yeah, uh, the junkie. Yeah. Well, the, the junkie uh, actually had some skills addiction. back in the day, yeah, but drugs. He, he would have been. A, he be, he would have been a great guard if 
life. Yeah, and he he did hit out on he, he had a lot of access you know? to drugs, including including when he, his time in Boston, where he was from, which became the worst thing that ever happened to him, getting traded to the to the Celtics. Uh, what also you could say was stunted his growth. A shout out to JC Stunning Growth for making good YouTube con- content. Uh, go check it out. He, you know, he even brought up he stayed in he stayed at uh, Fresno State too long because yeah, he definitely I think did, I think he stayed an extra think, year. I think he played like years two years there, there right? due to academic uh, due to the NCAA. Transfer rule that if you transfer, you gotta sit out for one year. But uh, it hurt him because he should have, because uh, because in the year he he decided to come back, Rafer Austin was there, and that and that hurt his career because now it took a lot of offense away from him as far as scoring. Uh, he never developed a jump shot. Or who knows? But I think I think he was too much focused on 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 substances more than um more than his game, and it did take over his career. But but fortunately, but fortunately for him, and uh, and uh, you know, salute to him for for recovering from from the drugs and able to have a better life. Right. Well, I was gonna say uh, yeah. Andre Karolinko. He only had four outstanding seasons mm. out of the twelve that he played. On his in his very last season, he only averaged about five points, almost a little bit over three rebounds. Well, he was old by the time he got there. Definitely. He was old by the time he by the time he did all did all that. But he was a really good player Definitely. in his Utah years. Uh. You know, just a lot of things change. Uh, you know, Darren Williams was run, was running the offense now, and he just had to change his style. No, he he, he was just a good player. He was he was it wasn't like he was destined to. It wasn't like he was hyped to be a great player. True. You got to look at hype to be a great player. You got to you got to look at who was who was who was considered who was a. Uh, Expected to be a great player. I got one for you guys. I got one. Lamb bias. Unfortunately, uh, yes, of course. Lamb he overdosed bias. two yeah, days after getting drafted in the 1986 draft, being the second pick overall. Overdosed on cocaine, and many wondered what could have been if he, if that hadn't been the problem and he would have uh, been a legit threat to Michael Jordan. I think Sean said that one day. Yeah, he was right. It was a that that's a true wonder of what could have been. Yeah. You got one Loke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say speaking of Darren Williams, Darren Williams. I feel like he just woke up <laughs> He just woke up one Probably. day and was like, "Man, Something, I think I'm gonna be ass." You know, and I think Paul Pierce' take was interesting. Darren Williams was just <laughs> never comfortable of being the guy for the team. 
especially in a big market like New York. Well, in their case, Brooklyn. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Like, I feel like his mm-hmm. career took a complete decline after he left uh, Utah. He's one of those four guards who, like, five years ago, if you speak up Dare Williams, everybody would know who that was. Like, oh, that's the star guard, you know? And now he's, yeah. Is it I, rem- I remember that yeah. used to be a it's debate, Darren Williams or Chris Paul. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I, exactly. I just, yeah, Darren exactly. Williams just, I don't think he never <laughs> has a desire to be better. Another basketball player I was going to mention, uh, Jason Richardson. Boring. He was Not boring. All right, man. Come on, man. No, I, I said that could have been I said he could have been better, but yeah, all right. Uh, next, then. Next player, then. Uh, no. Well, I'm- Oh yeah, uh, Brandon Roy. You know, he's a he's oh a definitely. One. He well, he lost His like what? Well, both cartilages on both knees, right? Something like that. Oh yeah, he yeah he mm-hmm. wasn't the when he tried coming oh, back, yeah. he wasn't the same. He never had that. Yeah, he never had that. Uh, he never had that yeah. agility again. He yeah, never he had that explosiveness. Uh, I, think he can, I, I think he, he can. I think he reaches peak. You know, I, I, because uh, because I'm thinking mm-hmm. he could really. He was just like mellow. You know, he never really do much more than just score, and he just. He never did anything to make his team better. You know, maybe if he had a, another star player, a healthy star player at least, things maybe things maybe we could have seen a different outcome. Because yeah, he had Yao Ming, but Yao Ming was he only had one healthy season out of Yao Ming. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe if he was healthier, you know, somewhere down the line in his Rockets years, you know, maybe they could have been better. Maybe they could have been a threat to the Lakers, but who knows? I don't think I don't think there were I don't think there were there weren't enough right pieces around him. So yeah, maybe Tracy McGrady could have been a, a lot better. I got better. another one. Uh, Penny Hardaway, he could have been better. <gasps> Ooh. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't for one of his. If it wasn't for his knee oh, injury, man. he could yeah, talk about playing a lot more consistently and better than he did throughout his 15 seasons. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. You you're right on that one. Uh, I think losing Shaq hurt him. Yeah, definitely. I thought. Do you think they could have been anywhere, anywhere like uh, Kobe and like like Kobe and Shaq? 
Yeah, I could, I could honestly say that. Yeah, because if you beat Michael Jordan in a playoff yeah. series, <laughs> so uh, that's it. I think uh, I think a lot of the the what happened there. <laughs> no. I think a lot had to do with the losing to the Rockets in the finals. Yes, and that, that's what that's what kind of. Uh, yeah. I think that's what kind of sank the ship. Who knows them, how good that getting, they could have been getting swept by the Rockets. But and uh, think for Hardaway, you know, losing Shaq meant he had to carry the load, and then I think there was somewhere along the line there had to be some kind of uh, like he felt he had to do more, and then he had to carry some kind of. Pers- like carry a uh, some kind of persona that that was just not him, and it, yeah, so yeah, it did hurt. It did hurt That's his not career. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. P- you know he was supposed to be yeah, the next yeah. Magic Johnson, yeah. and people for that that hurt him a lot. Yeah, he definitely was. Uh, was another, yeah. And how about uh Grant Hill? Yeah, yeah another ankle, one. He, ankle injury that made that really some thought was a was a minor injury at the time. They, you know, turned out to to be a major factor of his career. Uh, you know, yeah. He he lost a lot of yeah. Who? You know, said um, yeah. Many injuries. Okay, Derrick Rose. He definitely mm-hmm. could have been a, could have been great. Yeah, he he didn't have yeah he didn't have the he lost all the explosiveness. And he grew mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I don't think uh I think as time went on, especially during uh his late his last years with the Bulls, felt like as he was trying to recover from more injuries, uh more uh the game started passing him by. Because yeah. once he got hurt, the 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 strategy of shooting threes started you know, you know, was starting to increase. If you guys remember, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, for real. The three pointer was starting to become a a, a trend. A super, yeah, a trend. Thanks to Steph and Curry. <laughs> yeah, so it's so while he was falling off, Steph Curry was rising, and and um, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, Derrick Rose never caught up with the time. Or I wouldn't say he didn't catch up with the time, but I don't think people looked at his game much like they do with uh yeah. with Lillard and and Steph. Oh, now. Lillard. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, what? So what do you think, Jeff? Or, or yeah. Yeah, honestly, Rose. it comes down to yeah. On, with this time with the Bulls, they should have. They should have honestly considered playing somebody else over him during that during that playoffs game, seeing that he wasn't he wasn't at a hundred percent. But 
Tom Thibodeau insisted on him continuing to play. Like if he's if a player tells you he's not at, he's not at a hundred percent the day of the game, don't play him the whole game. <laughs> but if he, but if but did he say that, or do do you know he said that, or was it, I or had, did you just I had have some your suspicions? suspicions. It, it could have been prevented. If 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 Ro, because if Rose said he would have, if he was fine, if Rose said he was fine to finish it out and got hurt, is it? Then it's hard to blame. Yeah, then it's hard to blame on Thibodeau, even though yes, Thibodeau should have had the final word and say. Yeah, there's no. a lot of biased opinions from one and half. Sort of said no. I think it's unfair to justify one to one argument over yeah, another. Definitely. Because, because you can get hurt at any point. You can get hurt at any True. point in time. Then what? Because then what else are you gonna say? Even though the yes, the game was out of reach, but you never. But but what if he would have gotten hurt in the middle of the game or during or in the first quarter? Different. Like like what like what the hell you would have said? He wasn't a hundred percent. Should let him play. Should have switched up the lineup if if the night or if the game before he wasn't at his full potential. But I think what he's trying to say that. is he should have just he should have limited his minutes on the floor. That's what you're trying to get at. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was trying to get at. I was okay. Trying to. You know, but hey, yeah. like you said, I mean, a lot of shit could have happened that day, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I got one, and I know Logan's gonna, 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 gonna say who I was about to say. Just say, Dwight Howard, his days right. with the magic. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was Dwight, the, he yeah, was Dwight Howard with the magic was but the problem. Dwight, he came to eat. But Dwight, uh, he, uh, Dwight you were saying with you were that, saying he didn't pull his head out of his ass. Like, <laughs> 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 right, man, I felt like Dwight could have won a championship with Kobe. Like, that, during that time, I actually was like, saying, like, oh, okay, Dwight and Kobe together? Oh, that's gonna be decent. And then they added Steve Nash, the the one, two, three punch. You got Kobe on the scoring, Dwight on the boards, and Nash doing all the playmaking. The perfect. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Dwight Mar was about nasty. to get nasty. Then, you know, Dwight. Like I said, what he has had so far. I think, but but listen. I think that injury, that back injury, hurt him a lot. But it also didn't yeah. help his case that he he was rushing back to the Lakers. That that played a huge factor, and that led to like his uneventful yeah. year with uh, with, uh, with the Lakers. So. And. And uh, I, I just think he, uh, I think the magic, I think the magic dropped the ball on, on that of how to, how to control Dwight's situation because Dwight was, was trying, you know, was had a desire to win a championship. 
in Orlando, but they weren't able to surround him, but weren't able to replace the players that that got him to the to the O nine finals. I think it 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 did sour him a bit, and then the fact that he the the coach him and the coach started clashing a lot. Van Gundy. And uh, I th- I felt like he carried that that the whole baggage he had in Orlando. I think he carried that throughout the whole throughout the whole LA season. And then and then the Rockets. I wouldn't say he was trash, but the, his last year in Orlando. I mean, his last year in Houston was less than. Then he started going all these other different teams. Yep, and then having like seven different baby mamas. I think I think when he got ex- when he got exposed in the in the LA scene, I think that's what led to yeah. like, that and- to the part I said because he was Mister Church guy, or he was trying to like have people listen to like the gospel and shit. When people got sick of it, and his little phony attitude did rub people off the wrong way, so unfortunately that led to his undoing. Because then. And then when you're for, and then when you got exposed to something, you're seen differently. Then that was the result of it. Damn, having a head up his ass. Yeah. Hey, he did win a championship in Orlando. Yeah, he did do that uh, in October. Hey, hey y'all want to know how long his highlights was? <laughs> About as long as Danny Green's highlight in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, true, true. So, yeah, so anybody got oh, final, yeah. final, so, final words, final thoughts? Yeah, every week, you know what I'm saying? But I got a new movie coming out, uh, Chronicles of Rogue Dog Part. What, what part is it? 67? I lost count. <laughs> 69. No, I know we haven't reached that. Yeah, man. Um, if you decide to get your, uh, your co host dancing all in the podcast, clapping cheeks all in the podcast. What? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus I'm Christ. Bro. This place, brother. <laughs> You know, I worry about nothing. God, <laughs> that's something I expect out of Jeff. <laughs> well, uh, final viewers, words, Jeff. Keep checking out our content to our continuous followers of the podcast. Next couple episodes are going to be. Quite the episodes to look forward to. Stay tuned. Please wear your mask outside. Check out our social distance. Check out our Twitter page at Nostalgia. Place social too. distance. And also our check out our Instagram yeah. and our Instagram Marvel page, Nostalgic Place. Direct to the podcast Instagram page as well. And let yeah, and let us let us know who we forgot today. Feel free to let us know when the post of the new episode is published. Uh-huh. 
And and as always, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our episode. Uh, we'll be, eh, you know, stay and as Jeff mentioned, stay uh, stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody, and hopefully uh, 2021 will be good to you all. Jersey Jeff out. As y'all know, man, L-O-C-D-O-Triple-G with the twist of key and the place to be. I'm out. <laughs> and, may, uh, and make sure you carry your twisted T because you never <laughs> know what bad shit boy, crazy yo, be happening out there. I stay with the twisted T on me now. You know what I'm saying? Run up again. <laughs> Float <laughs> like a butterfly, sting <laughs> like a tea. You know what I'm saying? Stay, stay, stay strapped out here, pal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Or we will have a problem. A problem. Hey. <laughs> huh? Damn, well, otherwise you'll get smacked with the twisted tea and somebody will be like Chris Tucker and Friday. <laughs> you got nice no. the fuck out, man. No, I ain't lying. Stay awesome, y'all. <laughs> and remember, don't if you're sick, stay home and do not go out and party. Like you ain't got no sense. And stop traveling, goddammit. Can 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 we put a light on that? Yeah. Stop traveling, goddammit, and going out. You kill. You you're defeating the purpose. Yeah, we're trying of to the, beat the pandemic. pandemic. Not let the motherfucker stay here as long longer. Yeah, this, you know? this should be already over already, man. But yeah, goddammit. Yeah, at least do that. Oh, flatten hey, the curve. Hey, right, stay six feet or get put in six feet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, put a mask on, close distance, don't go out if you're sick, and make sure to have twisted tea on you because you never know what be happening. Stay safe out there, everybody. Slash Bandicoot is out. D-O Triple G with the twisted tea. Tea. See ya.